Hey, parents, a very special welcome to you, and uh, uh, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. My name is Tim Wright. We are so excited to have you with us today for our holiday edition of the Wonder of Parenting podcast. I'm here along with Dr. Michael Gurian. Dr. Michael Gurian, it is good to have you here for our holiday episode. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Tim. Great to be with you. And, and this is a good time for us because it is the holidays, and it's a time of giving and giving thanks. To just say thanks to all of you for listening. Uh, for those of you who are subscribers, we really appreciate you listening in every single week, telling your friends about the program. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. And uh, we hope you enjoy the experience and that you go to our website, wonderofparenting.com, and subscribe. Uh, we would love to have you joining us every week. We uh, send out a new podcast every Monday. We'd love to have you be a part of that. We're talking about some really good stuff here, and so we're glad other people think it's really good stuff as well. And so thank you so much this holiday season for your support and uh, for the nice reviews you've been sending. Road Send put some nice stuff down on uh, her review, and she said her excitement is to get her husband to start listening. So hopefully your hubby is listening by now. And um, thank you again for joining us. Um, Michael, we're going to talk a little bit today. We, we, I know it's Christmas Eve and it's a busy week for everybody. So we're going to uh, kind of keep this short and sweet, but we've got some important brain science things to talk about in terms of holiday traditions. Uh, let's start with you though. Um, we both celebrate Christmas, a lot of people do in a lot of different ways. Um, you come from a Jewish background. You're married to a, a Christian woman who converted to Judaism. So how do you guys celebrate this time of year? Yeah, we're kind of eclectic. Um, well, now that our kids are grown, I have to admit, we don't do as much with Hanukkah. and uh, But we always did Christmas. So even after Gail converted, uh, she converted to Judaism because she just became really intrigued by it and because our kids went through the what's called the B'nai Mitzvah process, which is bat mitzvah because they're girls. And um, so she converted, but she still, you know, her, her parents uh, weren't, Chris, weren't uh, sorry, Jewish, they're Christian. And so we, we still did Christmas all the way. And when the kids were young, uh, we did do Hanukkah, though we didn't give gifts because we gave gifts at Christmas and we really didn't want to be too materialistic. But we lit candles and said prayers and talked about the tradition. Now that the kids are long grown, uh, we kind of go to a Hanukkah party with friends and we do still light the candles with friends, but we're not doing all eight nights or anything like that. And uh, and then, of course, we have all the kids come back and everyone, all the, it's all about, really, it's much more about Christmas for us now. Yeah. Well, as a pastor, uh, my Christmas Eve is always about being at church and, and leading worship services. So we've learned over the 35 years that I've been a pastor with our kids and our grandkids to um, build our holiday traditions around church, knowing grandpa's going to be gone uh, much of that night. Uh, and so we do some things prior. Uh, one of our big traditions is to take the kids and now the grandkids to Disneyland for several days at, at the Christmas season. It's so beautiful. And... Um, when I was a kid, we used to do open gifts on Christmas Eve, and now it's Christmas Day because I'm working Christmas Eves. Uh, but I know people celebrate Christmas in a lot of ways. Uh, there are some who uh, have uh, traditions that are built around uh, their spiritual lives. There are those who have traditions that are built around family gatherings. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we all celebrate in different ways. And the point today that we want to talk about for just a few minutes is traditions. And why are traditions important, particularly in raising kids? What do traditions do for our kids? Yeah, they're just so great. Um, they they come, we think, from some archetypal imprinting, you know, archetypal being that's kind of primal. Uh, it gets passed down. They get passed down for so many generations that they become sort of a part of the soul or a part of the self. 
And um, so, I mean, I think the, I think that is a brain reason. I think they're in there and we want to tap into them. Um, and then, of course, the, the family community, it's a time where, uh, I mean, every tradition is going to be around getting people together, right? There's going to be some way of getting people together. And, um, and so community and family is then going to feed uh, probably all the best in us and all the worst, because obviously some bad arguments happen. But, but generally, community and family feeds, feeds the brain, feeds the soul, um, and, uh, and gets people kind of recharging and thinking about purpose and thinking about their connection to, to, to God, to, you know, Christian cases, it would be to Jesus. And um, uh, in Jewish cases, it's to our, to our kind of primal purpose in the world, which is to serve and to survive. Uh, so, so I think it, it starts with imprinting in its archetypal, and then it moves into what the family and the community uh, challenges each other to process. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Yeah, and so in part, I, I think what traditions do is they embed family values into kids that um, they they tend to then pass along to their families and it's it's interesting to see even how people will do certain traditions uh, as adults um, and they'll do it with their kids even if they're religious traditions that they don't necessarily believe in anymore but it's just become imprinted in them and these things become meaningful and and uh, really tap into memories uh, oftentimes of good things that happened in the past. Yeah, I'll tell you, it's you've just hit on something that's kind of a double-edged sword and fascinating, which is that um, that these traditions tap into the good memories, and then they tap into the you know the sadness and depression and mm -hmm. bad memories, and these things are happening simultaneously. And like in my therapy practice and Gil's therapy practice, I mean, you know, every, every therapist I think listening to this would agree that you sort of you gird up for December. Uh, or for back into Thanksgiving, you kind of gird up because you know that a number of your clients are going to be going through really tough stuff, mm. you know, because mm. they had tough stuff happen associated uh, with all of this when they were kids. But simultaneously, it's kind of joyful because they'll also be going into some really neat memories like you're talking about and, and really beautiful things that come through that they want to tap into um, and, and and even stop that negative bad stuff that's in their heads from the past and start new traditions at the holidays um, that are going to feed off the past, but that are going to be new and they're going to be joyful. Uh, and, and so there's, there is, there is, uh, I think two sides of one coin in the, at the holidays. 
Yeah, and I, of course, see that in the church as well. Uh, and it's not only, you know, traditions that stir up positive and negative memories. It's it's also the, the people that we think about. And uh, so, yeah. you know, when you're talking about that, my mind immediately flashes back to the traditions when I was a kid. And on Christmas Eve, going to Uncle Al's house with all the great uncles and all the cousins. And, um, you know, that that whole generation's gone now. And so there's bittersweet memories tied to those traditions because there are memories of people that uh, shape my life. And I'm guessing traditions are tied into all of that, emotion, family, good and bad. And um, that's why we love them and uh, in some ways maybe hate them at the same time, depending on the tradition. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Memory, memory is a big part of it. The the um, sort of the essence of memory um, uh, blossoms, I think, uh, both negative and positive, somewhat somewhat because of the traditions, some somewhat connected to religion, etc., and somewhat connected to, to just as the self um, moves toward getting together for Christmas, you know, or getting together for Christmas Eve, or people are flying in and the, and the self moves toward all of this connection and camaraderie. And it, 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 I think it tears at the soul in some ways, and it also builds up the soul in some ways. And that's why it's so powerful. And it's doing a lot of that through memory. It's triggering a lot of memory. Uh, Just like you indicated, it's, it's triggering that memory and that memory feeds us um, and also can can bog us down. But the great things that happen, I think so many wonderful, uh, in, in at Christmas and during the holidays, I think so many wonderful sort of battles happen. I mean, I know this isn't the traditional where everything is joyful. I think the battles that happen in families can actually be really freeing. Um, and, and that's sort of a sidelight of the holidays. If people do those battles well and communicate well and go through their memory cycles well with each other, uh, they can come out the other side renewed as a family and renewed as a community. So I know that goes a little into the darker side, but I think it's an important part of the holidays. So a lot of the people, most of the people listening to our podcast today are parents, and uh, I'm going to assume there are parents who are celebrating Christmas with their kids for the first time. Some of them are building their own traditions as they go along. What are a couple things that you would encourage parents to do in the building of traditions, not just around Christmas time, but uh, family traditions that happen throughout the year? Mm. Well, um, okay, for Christmas itself, you know, one thing that Gail and I instituted at the very beginning was one gift in, you know, one gift out. So I think this is a really good tradition if, um, let's say, a a child is, my child is getting six gifts. Uh, I just made that up. Some from grandparents, some from us, six gifts. So these six gifts come in, then that day or the next day need to go into the room and look at six things that this child is now going to give away Hmm. to other people in need. Um, So things that my child has had for the last year, let's say, or longer. Now, now we have to give that away. So that's a, that's a tradition I really like because it, because we were always wanting to battle materialism and excessive materialism with our kids. And, um, and we had an extra battle there because we had both Hanukkah and Christmas, right? So we had to really be careful. Um, because people would shower gifts for both. And so we always had them give a gift away. So that's one I really, really like, and I think that was probably most connected uh, to Christmas. But then in terms of the traditions, um, uh, I, I think it's really important that everyone gives something, like to the meal. Everyone is doing something. So if if people, if one person wants to do all the cooking, okay, but everyone has to give something. They have to clean up, they have to set up, 
Um, I don't think there should be any freeloaders, you know, uh, especially when some people are working so hard to make these meals wonderful. So we always instituted, no matter who was there, everyone had to do some work to be a part of that. So those were a couple we used. Yeah, so what I hear you saying is that as you're looking at traditions, some traditions we want to build just for the fun of building family, building memories. But what you're advocating is let's build some traditions that that embed in our kids really good, solid values that have to do with moving beyond ourselves to moving toward others as well. And that's what traditions can do. Yeah, yeah. traditions uh, are about values. You were absolutely right when you said that. I think... I think, uh, you know, ourselves, the brain, we're hungry for um, vessels for passing down these values and cementing these values. So I, I agree with you totally. So we're going to wrap it up. We promised we were going to keep it short because it is Christmas week, and we know many of you are busy living out your own traditions and, uh, you know, taking gifts back probably soon. You're thinking tomorrow already, okay, what gifts am I going to bring back and whatever else it might be. Or you're you're just tired from all the turkey and ham you've been eating. And uh, so we want to thank you for taking just a few minutes to, uh, to listen in today. And uh, I want to read one thing for you before we end. But before I do that, um, a couple things that we uh, are in the process of doing uh, because we want to serve you. And we know that parenting is an important issue for you. Uh, We want to be as supportive as we possibly can. So one of the things that we want to encourage you to do, if you would like, is go to our website, wonderofparenting.com. That's wonderofparenting.com. And uh, Michael has created what we call the Gurian Community. And this enables you, through a a small membership fee of $10 a month, to get extra stuff that you can't get anywhere else. And so, Michael, if if we're to join Patreon and the Green um, community, what are some of the things that you provide each month for families if they want to go deeper? Yeah, we have. I do two to three video clips that are members only um, that are that answer uh, community members' questions and engage in really some of the the deep themes of parenting. Um, and then I create tools. Those are in in written form that you can use and download. And then we have members only podcast. And then for some folks, they can they can actually write directly, and I can answer their questions directly. Uh, so a lot of extra stuff there. Absolutely. So if you found these podcasts helpful, I really want to encourage you uh, to try it out. You can you can jump off ship anytime you want, but try jumping on ship for a month or two and see uh, if, if some of these extra resources help you in your parenting. The other thing that we want you to know about is we do have some good resources to take you deeper. And in a couple weeks, uh, we're going to be doing a multi-episode series on raising girls and boys in a hashtag MeToo culture. And uh, we're going to use as our template a new ebook I've written. It's just a short 24, 25-page ebook called Raising Sons in a Hashtag MeToo World. Uh, you can get it at Amazon or you can go to our website. It's featured there. And even if you're not raising sons... Uh, it's a good uh, book to look at. I kind of had moms and dads with daughters in the background listening in. What are we talking about with boys that girls need to hear about when it comes to living in this very different world and how to manage relationships and how to navigate all of that stuff safely? So we're going to talk about that, and, and it's just a resource to help you go deeper. We're going to do a, kind of a book study, but but go beyond what I was able to do in those 24 pages. So that's uh, Raising Sons in a hashtag MeTooWorld. It's on Amazon or on our website. Uh, and uh, then next weekend, we're going to just do a little bit of uh, some healthy resolutions uh, for you to instill in your children in 2019. Uh, but before you go, Michael, I'm, I'm going to uh, read a little something. Any kind of uh, greeting or wish for the holiday seasons that you have for folks before you sign off? 
Oh, well, uh, of course, much joy to everyone. Make sure to give everyone hugs uh, around those wonderful tables and, uh, and, and help everyone to speak so that even quiet people speak. Mm. Um, and, uh, and this is a great time to forgive. If something needs to be forgiven, maybe challenge oneself to forgive. Uh, and, and, and much joy to everyone. This is a, a you know, the, the whole image of Jesus and the whole image that Christmas brings, uh, through Christianity to the world is, is an image of joy. So hopefully we can find that. So what I want to do is just read a brief paragraph. Uh, my wife and I are fans of Doctor Who. And for those of you who have no idea who Doctor Who is, uh, it's a, a show on BBC. It's a science fiction show. And the doctor uh, rides in a, a space-time capsule, uh, and it actually looks like a phone box from England, from London. Uh, and he just travels to different countries and different uh, universes and different time zones trying to fight for goodness. And uh, in one of the uh, episodes from uh, a show a couple of years ago, uh, the doctor gave a, a really powerful speech that I think speaks to this time of year. And he's trying to convince two of his enemies to join him in saving a group of people. And uh, so here's what he says. He says, winning, is that what you think it's about? I'm not trying to win. I'm not doing this because I want to beat someone or because I hate someone or because I want to blame someone. It's not because it's fun. God knows it's not because it's easy. It's not even because it works because it hardly ever does. I do what I do because it's right, because it's decent, and above all, it's kind. It's just that, just kind. Who I am is where I stand. Where I stand is where I fall, so stand with me. These people are terrified. Maybe we can help a little. Why not, just at the end, just be kind? And if our world ever needed a gift in the 21st century, it's kindness. So my encouragement to you in this holiday season is practice kindness. We look forward to seeing you next weekend. Michael, thank you. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thanks, Tim. You bet. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.